Mindfulness Bedtime Story Written and narrated by Lori Westbury Welcome to our Mindful Bedtime Story. Before we begin, take a moment to make sure you are nice and comfortable. Dim the lights. Adjust your pillow and curl up in your blankets just how you like them. While you are enjoying this story, know it's okay to peacefully drift off to sleep. Wishing you a very restful night. Sweet dreams. The Island Adventure Laying in my freshly made bed, with sheets just off the line, I could smell the scent of grass rising from my pillowcase. I breathed it in, feeling the gentle rise of my chest and my lungs filling with air, I let out a long-winded sigh. I felt my body release a little tension that was stored in my shoulders, feeling them drop and letting go of any weight that I was carrying. Along with the scent of grass, my sense of smell picked up something else just as beautiful that wrapped around me, causing me to pause just a little longer in this moment. A few days ago, I had cut fresh lavender from a friend's garden and placed it next to my bedside. Housed in a shallow glass vase, the long stalks rose up high with a soft purple along the edges. Only half of the buds decided to open, as if showing me the perfect balance of work and rest. I always admired a herb's ability to give as if from the moment they came to be, they provided for others. I remembered fondly my grandmother's homemade bread. She lived next door to my family and kept a watchful eye on my driveway as I came home from school in my younger years. Each day she offered us a slice of thick homemade bread with just a pinch of lavender on top. She reminded me that when we do small things with great love, each moment has meaning, and I never forgot that. Moving very slowly out from under my sheets, I gazed out the window to get a sense of what time it was. This early in the morning, it felt like the entire earth was on an in-breath, just pausing. Complete stillness filled my room from an open window. The wind was still, the birds were sleeping, and even the frogs had finished their song. All of my distant neighbors would be cuddled up in their beds for hours more before they started their day. There was a clarity to be enjoyed this early in the morning that time of the day before our minds become filled with all of our tasks and we are given the opportunity to just be still. As I peeked out into the darkness, 
the faintest light could be seen from the new moon. Off in the distance, the sun was just beginning to stir, but it was not quite ready to make an appearance just yet. The stars still shared their light and mystery, and would be visible for a few more hours. As I sat up in bed, I allowed my creativity to wander. What could be up there? How long does light take to travel from a star until it reaches my eyes? I had a moment of sonder, thinking about all of the lives being lived on our wondrous earth. I filled my lungs with air and sent out a wish of peace for everyone today. I imagined as they opened their eyes, this wish would enter into their hearts and they would feel love as they started the day. I allowed myself one big stretch, raising my arms high above my head, closing my hands, and pointing my toes straight out. This set the stage for the most enjoyable and releasing yawn. Although it was early, I would soon set out on my island adventure. My toes touched the floor and I could feel the coolness running up my feet, so I slid on my cotton slippers from under the bed and adored the warmth. Living alone, I have the unique advantage of turning my heat down even on the coolest days, so the air feels clean and light as I sleep. That meant I had to endure those first few moments of cold before I reached my thermostat. Cranking up the dial, I could hear the faint sounds of rumbling from the basement. There is something so satisfying about modern comforts. I let a moment of gratitude wash over me, knowing I didn't have to take the time to light a fire in a more primitive way. As my home began to warm, I longed for a hot cup of tea to start the day. Being a self-proclaimed tea expert, I opened my favorite cupboard in the house and marveled at over 40 choices of loose-leaf tea. In my younger years, I might open up to an empty fridge, but I always had many tea choices. Today, I went back and forth from a white mulberry tea to a fruity and floral black tea. At the last second, I reached for a mint chocolate dessert rooibos tea and celebrated the fact that today was all about adventure. So in the same theme, I grabbed a mug that read, Everything Starts With a Dream. I mindfully watched the hot water run over the small leaves and wondered who had picked them. I envisioned a woman in her late 60s wearing a wicker basket on her back, the sun shining down on her, and nothing but the open fields. I laughed at my mind's ability to recreate a picture I had seen once in a fair trade tea shop. When my tea was the perfect shade of amber, I removed the leaves and wrapped my cold fingers around the cup. 
I learned many years ago that the key to making the perfect cup was to never add boiling water to the leaves. It can be hot, but never so hot that it will scorch the leaves. I inhaled, and the smell of mint seemed to fill the room. On my first sip, I didn't pick up on the chocolate flavor until the mint had a little time to settle. As I reached close to the bottom of the cup, I reflected back on how this day came to be. A gentle whisper from my heart longed for a break. I chose to explore this whisper and soon realized I needed to reconnect with nature and solitude. I grabbed an old Explorer's Book of Canada and looked for a remote location that housed a combination of simple amenities and lots of space for exploration and quiet. I settled on Cape Breton Island, also called Unamagi, covered by the treaties of peace and friendship and recognizing their First Nations heritage. Alive with a vibrant culture and its breathtaking coastlines, I knew it was the perfect destination for my solo vacation. As I glared at the map, the shape of the island almost seemed to create a thumbs up, helping to vanish any second guessing. After a few moments of uncertainty, I landed on a place called Marguerite Harbor, located on the world-famous Cabot Trail. Noticing that my tea was finished, I enjoyed a pear and pumpkin seed muffin to complete my slow and relaxing start to the day. The evening before, I packed my large, oversized hiking bag, filled with dehydrated variations of healthy leftover meals, fruits, and my very own homemade energy bars that were so big they could keep you full for hours. I made sure to pack items like my mini stove, canteen, headlamp, and I didn't forget my sleeping mat. Remembering it's been some time since I have hiked and carried a large backpack, I was mindful to stay as light as possible, meaning that my library of soon-to-be-read books would have to sit this one out. I grabbed my waterproof hiking boots, long outdoor pants, and light puffer jacket, ready and excited to begin my day. Giving my houseplant one last drink of water and locking up, I placed my foot on the ground honoring the first step of my journey and following my heart. As I sat in my car, I felt less impressed with the cooler temperature inside. I cranked up the heat for the second time today and started my engine to the sounds of Tracy Chapman's fast car and bobbing my head to the lyrics. Entering onto the island, I reached a causeway. Along the right side was a wall of rocks that produced a dozen mini waterfalls. I opened my window just a crack and the car was filled with the scent of salt and seawater. I passed over a small green bridge and a sign that read, Welcome to Cape Breton.
My first stop was a small town called Inganish, and according to my map, I would enjoy a small ferry crossing and a drive over Smoky Mountain. Learning to use my map instead of my plug-in GPS system was all part of the adventure. When I reached the ferry, a sign read English Town. I pulled up behind a number of other vehicles and felt relief when I was able to watch them drive onto the ferry first. As we pulled up, a worker dressed in a yellow and blue vest waved us onto the next open spot. I turned off my engine and opened my door. As I peeked over the side of the ferry, I was surprised to see how fast the current was moving. Across the shore were rolling green hills and a breathtaking view. I felt as if this very short ride across the water washed away anything else, and I was given permission by the island to just be fully present. When I took a very sharp turn onto Smoky Mountain, my little engine seemed to wake up to the fact that we would be climbing straight up. After just a few moments of enjoying the light blue sky filled with mini puffs of clouds, I glanced out over the vast ocean, noticing the only way to tell where the sky and ocean met was due to a slight variation of the color blue. I wondered if anyone ever caught a glimpse of a whale from this incredible height and felt like I had reached the top of the world. As if by instinct, I took in a big breath, and I don't know if it was the incredible view or all the surrounding nature, but it was the purest inhale I can ever remember taking. Something seemed to release from my body, as if an invisible weight I was unaware of completely dissolved. The subtle mist and fog this high up on the mountain gifted its transparency to my energy, creating what felt like a clean canvas. I left something behind on that mountain. As I reached the quaint town of Inganish, I noticed a beach on my map called North Bay Beach. I pulled over and am instantly wrapped in the scent of pure ocean water. The air here feels so light. Off in the distance, I can hear the faint sounds of a little girl laughing and cheering on the waves. I imagined her making fond memories with her family. Looking down at my feet, I made the decision to kick off my shoes and allow my toes to rest in the soft grass. I again let my imagination wander and pictured ancient people who walked barefoot on the earth every day. The story of wrapping my own feet in leather instead of trying to wrap the entire world coursed through my veins. I began to remember the teaching that we can't always prevent the harshness in the world, but we can work within our own self, with our own minds. The closer I became to the water, 
the wider my door of wisdom seemed to open. My feet finally reached the white sand, and I felt pulled closer to the water. The temperature was a perfect cross between refreshing and soothing. I closed my eyes and just listened to the sounds of the waves crashing on the shore. I felt so at home here. When it was time to start driving to my destination, I knew it was the perfect time to enjoy my granola bar. I began to remember the teaching that we can't always prevent the harshness in the world, but we can work within our own self, with our own minds. The closer I became to the water, the wider my door of wisdom seemed to open. My feet finally reached the white sand, and I felt pulled closer to the water. The temperature was a perfect cross between refreshing and soothing. I closed my eyes and just listened to the sounds of the waves crashing on the shore. I felt so at home here. When it was time to start driving to my destination, I knew it was the perfect time to enjoy my granola bar. Minutes away. I realized if I timed my hike just right, I would reach the end of the trail just in time to catch the sunset. Pulling over, I grabbed my water and set out on the trail. The first thing I noticed was a blue sign with a picture of a large moose, letting hikers know it's possible to have a sighting of these incredible animals. I remembered a project from school when I was seven years old on a moose named Sam from Alberta. Sam had become lost in a residential area and became best friends with a homeless tabby cat. The pair would be seen walking around the town together in search of food, and my favorite picture was of the two of them huddled up together next to an old cafe. The moment I began to walk, I realized how well-maintained the trail was. The path was perfectly marked, and the only sound I could hear was the tiny pieces of gravel crunching under my hiking boots. The first section of trail was like walking in the middle of the woods. Tiny songbirds flew overhead, sharing a soft melody. I grabbed the end of a tree and rubbed it between my fingers. Taking a deep breath in, the scent of pure pine filled my senses. Before long, I came to a section of marshland. I could see the steam rising from the water in the warm sun. Realizing this would be the perfect spot to see a moose, I lingered just a little. I wondered how many different species of plant lived in the marsh. Long cattails lent their fluffy brown stalks to the scenery and reminded me of breaking them apart when I was little. The white inside would turn into an accordion of seeds and we would try to place them in each other's hair. 
I decided to keep moving and before long came to an open landscape with a thin fence. I learned this section was being protected from all of the hungry moose. Over the years, they must have cleared out this section, but it provided a very unique view on the trail. The soft breeze was a very welcome addition and allowed for a gentle cooling. A short time after, I came to a wooden platform that reminded me of the yellow brick road in the story Wizard of Oz, as if leading me to a place only from imagination. I couldn't tell if the vibrant green here was from the perfect weather conditions or if my awareness was at an all-time high. As you descend down, you walk into a perfect postcard scene. Rolling mountains of lush green, with a winding road, and a bird's-eye view of the ocean. I arrived just in time for the sky to be ready to say goodnight. As the sun started to set, a small gathering of people sat along the boardwalk. The sky opened to unveil a deep combination of purple, red, and orange. To me, it looked like the sun was about to sink down into the ocean, and a moment later, everyone began to clap, feeling speechless for the second time today. On my way back, I reflected on how much beauty can be found in nature and that a day away from it all can provide a sense of recharge. I reached my final destination, a beautiful cabin located just a few miles away and couldn't wait to take off my hiking boots. The cabin smelled like a cross between oak and fresh linens. I found my freshly made bed and sank down into the soft mattress. I couldn't help but feel a deep sense of peace wash over my body and the realization that life is meant to be more than just routine. That the little whispers we hear leading us into adventure is the essence we all have inside. I wondered about our basic needs as humans and new moments like this were just as vital as food and water. As I turned over and gazed out the window, I could see more stars than I have ever seen before. I took a deep breath and gave in completely to sleep. That concludes our bedtime story. Thank you for sharing in this moment with me and sharing my vibrational support with you as you rest and drift off to sleep. Sweet dreams.